When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Elon Musk podcast. This is a show where we discuss the critical crossroads that shape SpaceX, Tesla, X, The Boring Company, and Neuralink. And I'm your host, Will Walden. If you want uninterrupted episodes of the Elon Musk podcast, please go to clubelon.supercast.com to find out how. There's a link in the show notes. SpaceX has two options for their upcoming catch of the Starship booster at Starbase, Texas. Now, one of them is the current launch tower that they're using for IFT-1, IFT-2, and IFT-3. Now, after this, IFT-4, IFT-5 probably, IFT-6, they're going to continue to build Tower 2 at the launch site in the foreseeable future. So what does that mean? That means that, one, the launch area that they're using currently will be the launch and the catch tower, or, number two, they're building the second tower as primarily a catch tower, as sort of a pathfinder, as a a test, a beta, an alpha, if you will, so they can learn how to catch before they destroy any sort of systems if they do it on the current tower. So they have a lot to lose if they do it on the current tower. If uh, something goes wrong, shrapnel goes everywhere, the systems, the ground systems could get damaged and it could take them months to fix them, which would push them way behind schedule for the IFT4, IFT5 launch, and then push them back even further for the Artemis 3, even though that's been pushed back already. So what I believe is going to happen is they're going to continue building Tower 2 at uh, I was going to say Boca Chica. It's not really Boca Chica anymore. They switched it to just Starbase now, to Starbase. They're going to keep building uh, Tower 2 at Starbase. We're going to see something very similar to what they have now. But I think what's going to happen is that Tower 2 is going to be a catch tower, and they're going to integrate some systems there so they can catch the booster, but then also lower it, and then maybe use a crane to put it on a transport and then um, you know move it to where they have to refurbish it fix it up, clean it up, and get it ready for the next flight. Now there's option two, though. So everything that they've learned from the first tower, they're putting into the tower at Kennedy Space Center as well, because they're building one over at Kennedy Space Center at NASA. And whatever they learned from the first tower, they're making it better. They're making improvements to the Kennedy Space Center tower. And anything they learned at Kennedy Space Center, they're probably going to build a better tower at the Starbase facility, the launch facility. So if that were the case, and they divert all the plumbing from what they have now, Tower 1 to Tower 2, and then they use Tower 1 to catch the booster from now on. 
that's not out of the realm of possibility. But it's going to be a long time before they get Tower 2 built. It might actually be about a year or so. It's taken them a while to get Kennedy Space Center Tower uh, even sort of functional. So it could be about a year for Tower 2 at Starbase. So expect maybe 2025 for the first catch attempt at Starbase. Maybe first quarter, second quarter, early second quarter 2025. But it's going to take them a lot of work to get that done. And their primary goal right now isn't to get a new tower up. Like they're not going to get a ton of people down there at Starbase to build the second tower. What they're doing is they're working on IFT3, IFT4, IFT5. They have to hit these benchmarks in order to get to the Artemis program, Artemis 3. They don't even have to land a booster for Artemis 3. You know, that's not part of the contract. All they have to do is get uh, a ship up into orbit and then refuel the ship and then get that ship to the moon. So if they can do that and they can expend some boosters along the way, uh, they might just wait for a while to try to catch uh, boosters because I guess that's option three at this point. Because if they if they don't catch any boosters, that's okay too. They're not wasting a lot of money. They know that in the future they're going to make all this money back that they use on expendable boosters. Sort of like what they did with Falcon 1 and Falcon 9 in the beginning. They didn't land a Falcon 9 for a while. So it took them took them many flights for Falcon 9 before they actually landed one precisely. And even then, they had mishaps here and there where the booster would land, the Falcon 9 booster would land and then tip over or would land and bounce. And, you know, we've all seen the videos, like how not to land a, a rocket booster or whatever it was. Um, and they explode. So that could also happen at Starbase. And that's not good because the Super Heavy is built with stainless steel. Stainless steel explodes. It becomes shrapnel. Shrapnel, like throwing knives everywhere. <laughs> I mean, that would be ridiculous. The ground systems would get exploded everywhere. Uh, so I think they're going to play it safe. They're going to land a bunch of these in the Gulf of Mexico. Get very precise with this. Very, very precise. Make sure it works absolutely perfect every time. Make sure they can guide it perfectly. I think what they're going to do is they're going to do three or four precision landings in the Gulf of Mexico. And then after that, maybe think about landing them on a tower. They have to make sure this works perfectly, though. They might even do a hover test. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It seems ridiculous if they would do a hover test. I don't think they would, though. I don't think they would do a hover test. I think they're going to do full testing, and then they're going to bring it back. They're going to do a kickback. They're going to do the flip, and then they're going to bring it back. So I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, 2025, early 2025, maybe quarter two, 2025, we're going to see the steps put in place where maybe we're going to see a catch of a booster. And another option could be that SpaceX builds a whole new infrastructure for test catch tower, whatever it is. Number two, could they do all the infrastructure and they route it through one or two, or do they do it to both? I think they might do it for both. I think it looks like the systems are in place for both, but could they do a substantial amount for the Tower 2 and just use what they have now for Tower 1? Uh, that's up in the air, too, because they always change down there and everything always changes at Starbase. So, like, we don't really know what's going on down there until SpaceX does something. It's all kind of speculation until SpaceX starts moving the pieces and the parts around. And then we see what's actually happening at Starbase. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening today. I really do appreciate your support. If you could take a second and hit the subscribe or the follow button on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on right now, I'd greatly appreciate it. It helps out the show tremendously and you'll never miss an episode. And each episode is about 10 minutes or less to get you caught up quickly. And please, if you want to support the show even more, go to patreon.com slash stage zero. And please take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you tomorrow.